Christians at some point in their walk with the Lord need hope and help. Issues arise, we walk through seasons of suffering or struggle. The question is, where do we look for our hope and help as believers? This is Consider It, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word REDEMPTION and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today on Consider It. Let's start right off the bat with the question this week that was submitted. It says, does worldly therapy slash counseling that isn't biblical ever really have any benefit? Okay, short and sweet, but a question on counseling today. Yep. And so does worldly, I need to just repeat it so I have it in my mind, does worldly counseling or therapy that isn't biblical have any benefit? So yeah, that's a good one. One that's been debated, especially in uh, you know church circles for several years. Maybe not a hot topic one right now with other current cultural issues, but uh, one that uh, that that's been around for a while. And so I think it's helpful even to you know just in processing that question to just define some terms. You know, yeah. like okay, worldly therapy, right? Or worldly yeah. or secular secular therapy, therapy. yeah. That isn't biblical. Does it have any benefit? Well, assuming that by worldly or secular counseling it means that nothing, it's just like licensed professional counselors, sure. psychologists, psychotherapists, things like that that aren't coming from a Christian worldview mm-hmm. or using the scriptures as uh, as their authority or as their base of understanding, but rather using the behavioral sciences, sure. observation about human, and then uh, really kind of the textbook or the Bible in that realm is the DSM. And I think it's on, uh, the last I saw was the DSM-5, but they may have even come out with the 6th or 7th or beyond that. But every so uh, few years, they, they kind of you know update that based on the changing uh, observations, changing research and things that, that uh, psychologists and others are are looking at and so um, which doesn't define things from a biblical worldview so I think that's kind of the uh, the thought and does it have any benefit then well um, that's uh, I guess that's we, we should probably flesh that out a little bit about yeah, I'm, benefit uh, yeah. as we go but it, it, you know I think we both would probably lean to saying that it does not have right. benefits any benefits is probably right. like a, a big stretch but I sure. think the the like as you're pointing out Contrary to like Christian counseling, and we can we can kind of get to even break down the the yeah. even like the the differencing differencing ways of, of doing that. Right. But compared to Christian counseling, where they are maybe approaching it from a biblical worldview, right? Secular counseling um, for a Christian is kind of counterintuitive because right. you're you're approaching it from kind of the wrong place you're starting with man right right, to help understand man where biblically you know a biblical anthropology would say well you have to start with god to then understand fallen man right right and 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 i i can see how some people may just feel maybe disconnected at this point or maybe marginalized in in their problems or their issues yeah but i think as you you know as you begin to to read the word and and really uh, understand the word you see that actually like 
God is very, very familiar and he's, he intricately yeah. designed us. And right. so like all these intricate kind of um, ambiguous issues that science has had trouble dealing with, specifically like the ones in counseling, right. um, the Lord is like very familiar with and, and right. he actually addresses uh, and he speaks to in, in the word. That's right. 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 And so when we approach issues like that, yeah. Specifically, not dealing with you know physical ailments that you would go to the doctor for, right? Sure. Like when you're thinking about heart, mind, yeah. attitude, um, motivation stuff. Like uh, you're really getting to like the heart of man, yeah. Right, and and like God fashioned our hearts. Yeah. So when we when we think about how to deal with stuff like that, I think we get into some, you know dangerous territory when we approach it from a humanistic perspective like what is a man gonna see and say about this situation and then help me address that's right that's right because you you just touched on the kind of the fundamental issue uh in uh, in counseling or what we're after is is this is a this these are soul issues heart issues mind issues it's delving into the unseen realm and so uh the only one, you know, as the scriptures say, the only one that knows our heart is the Lord. Yeah. And so we have to go back to the creator. We have to go back to the, you know, to the Holy Spirit, you know, to God himself, who's created the heart, mind, and soul, and who knows it to, in order to assess and to diagnose and mm-hmm. examine what is going on in the heart. That's why David and, you know, throughout the Psalms will, will pray these prayers like, search me and try me, O God. Yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately that's what the, only the Lord can see these things. Right. And he's revealed to us in his word, you know, Second Peter 1 says he's given us everything we need for life and godliness, which includes our hurts and our uh, hangups and the times that we need, uh, you know, help from, from the Lord. And so, uh, so we need to turn to the Lord and, 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 and let his word speak to us and offer the help that we need and and if we try to assign that to you know the finite limited observations of mm. other humans that's really like uh, it, it's just setting ourselves up to not actually get the help because the true benefit then what we need you know to answer the question what we're going for is transformation right like right. that's ultimately the that should goal. be the benefit that the, we're looking for. Right. Right. As, as believers, we want to grow another degree of glory mm. into Christ likeness. We right. want to say no to sin. We want to cut it off, and we want to continue to grow in holiness and humility. And that can only happen through the work of the Holy Spirit. Right. Um, our human observations um, may be helpful for a time, may be a band aid, may you know, may stop something for right now. But true heart, soul, mind transformation is solely a work of God. Right, and so w- with with secular counseling, it's it, the issue that we have is it's not that you're talking out your problems, not that you're seeking help. Really, it's it's the where's the authority coming from right. in that situation, right? right? And and in those situations, in secular counseling, oftentimes you have the behavioral sciences that are the the governing authority, right? right? And and the argument that we're making is is that those things can't diagnose the heart. Right. They can diagnose uh, behaviors and they can right. observe and, and make patterns and and in, in some ways make helpful, you know, strategies to cope with right. certain things, right. um, which in the short term can be beneficial, I suppose. But, but what the word says is that like those heart issues can only be addressed um, by God himself, right? right? right. And so 
you know, what we're not saying, you know, kind of going into like what then is Christian counseling, what we're not saying is that you shouldn't uh, talk about these things, that you right. shouldn't seek help, right. that you shouldn't, you know, look to anyone else with your problems. In, yeah. in fact, the Bible would actually say to do those things, yeah. right? Um, but, but the difference from like a Christian counseling perspective from a secular counseling is that in, in this scenario, ideally, like the the ultimate authority is the word, right? right? And so that's what is informing um, yeah. the issues. That's what's informing how we go about it right. um, and, and how we deal with it, right? And right. so prayer should be involved. Scripture should be involved. Right. Um, and, and those kinds of things. Right, right. It's uh, um, I lost my train of thought here. It's the it's it's it it's really like taking everything back to the word and uh, what Second Timothy uh, three says about the word that it's not just a uh, um, you know with with well with secular counseling. Let me just phrase it like this: it 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 can be helpful in that it can give you methods to cope. You know, just to survive. But see, as Christians, that's not our ultimate goal. It's just right. to just to cope with our, you know, our sinful thinking, our sinful actions. It's not just to cope and get by through times of suffering mm. or grief or or trials. Um, you know, for a time, yeah, it's like just survival. But the ultimate goal is we want to be thriving right. in a vibrant, healthy, growing walk with the Lord. And in order for that to happen, it really needs to be more encompassing than than just some, well, hey, here's some observable facts about what some other people have done to get through this, whether they were Christians or not. Right. But we want to we want to go deeper into that. We want to you know we we want we want to get to the heart of it to accurately diagnose it, see what God says is true about it, mm. and then follow His prescribed way of faithfulness. Um, and in order to do that, you have to go back to the source. And so, right. as I was referring to Second Timothy three, you know, here's here's the work of what the Scripture can do. It's all Scripture is breathed out by God. It comes from Him, and it's profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Hmm. And I love those four words that talks about what the what the Word of God does. It you know it teaches us. You know it tells us here's the way to follow the Lord. Here's the way to a healthy, vibrant life and when we get off the you know the track we get off that pathway it reproves us says hey, 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 hey. you know that's what reproving is you're off, you're off the path you're heading down this way no that's not don't don't go that way and then for correction is the here's how you get back on the pathway right you know here's here's how you follow the healthy way of the lord and then that training and righteousness is now here are the new habits here are the healthy practices here are the actions and the behaviors and the thinking in order to stay on the pathway of following the lord and uh, and righteousness and so we have to come back to god's word we have to come back to god if ultimately that's what we want you know if we want are wanting transformation you know right. if we're just wanting to feel good about ourselves if we're wanting you know some justification for well this is why i think these thoughts this is why i'm going through this um then you could sure you could look to you know, worldly secular counseling for that kind of stuff, and to give you a diagnosis on uh, on, on certain things, and yet the scripture is really the only place that's going to get us back to being healthy in an ultimate sense, yeah, and and transformative. Right, and I think I think oftentimes what what can happen is that uh, e- even Christians want maybe something more, mm-hmm. you know, something more than just. Um, 
prayer and and being in the word yeah because I, I i think sometimes maybe people think that that's what christian counseling is sure right like let's pray let's yeah. get in the word and this is gonna kind of fix your problems right. where i think there's there's a couple things wrong with that i think the biggest one and i, I and i mean and maybe this is the hardest one to deal with is that like our problems aren't promised to be fixed right, right here on earth Right. Um, or immediately yeah or immediate especially that one right yeah. so oftentimes these things that we deal with aren't promised to be fixed yeah um and then secondly like christian counseling it doesn't mean it's just like the pill right here's right. a prayer here's yeah. a scripture right take romans eight twenty eight and yeah and be on your way right um right. there is there is you know the aspect of talking it through and, and finding ways to right. reorient your heart right. and and you know but see that's the difference in 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 a maybe in a secular counseling when you're thinking of of like coping practices it's all kind of you centered and like yeah. what you can do and how you can deal with this situation or trauma where i th- where a christian perspective which takes the word into into ultimate view the highest priority it would say well, what are you not believing about yeah. God, you know, the truth, yeah. um, and how in, in situations where you're dealing with this and it's becoming overwhelming, how do you reorient your heart right. to to believe the truth about who God is, right? That he is everything that you need, that he is your comfort, he's your security, right? right. He's your identity, um, he's your joy. Like how in those moments do you reorient your heart yeah. and, and point your heart back that way? And oftentimes... That's where scripture and prayer is needed the most, right? You need to turn to the word to reorient your heart to to Jesus. Yeah. Um, and 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 I can see how for people struggling, for Christians struggling through different things uh, like this, sometimes that can be frustrating because we want like a fix. We right. want and we a, want it now. Yeah, we want a tangible like do this three times and then boom, you're going to be right. good to go. Right. Um, where I just don't think scripture lays that out for us. Right. And, you know, sanctification is, is a difficult kind of like working at it pro- yeah. process, right? It's yeah. you, you kind of every day, you're just trying to become more like Jesus through the spirit. Yeah. And, and oftentimes that means dealing with like your, your heart issues, right? Like little by little, it's not, it's not just going to be a fix. Uh, one day to another right? right we're hopefully seeing we're hopefully praying that like god is doing a work over our life right 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 and 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 that's really where true lasting change happens you right know, god, god does things instantaneously you know miraculously we'll just like cut off a sinful habit addiction in a person's life but the majority of growth is over the long haul yeah it's like a defining trait of a Christian is one who is steadfast, yeah. who perseveres, who endures through all things. Yeah, and uh, and and we do that in the community of faith. We do that one step at a time. You right. know, we we do that with you know one decision of self control at a time. You know, just keeping in step with the with the spirit and mm-hmm. and and that's and that's all encompassing. Right. You know, so even when when we talk about biblical counseling, you're right. There are some that. What's yeah? I was just gonna say, what's kind of like the gamut of it? I know you have a you have a, a certification, and right. so is is it like all? Are they all the same? No. Are they all made equal? Yeah, absolutely not. And then that's we we don't want to also paint that picture just as we're showing kind of the 
you know, the foolishness of some anti-biblical counseling, you know, worldly counseling, or, or even the insufficiency right. of other forms of worldly or secular counseling. Uh, but but that doesn't mean that everybody who says, oh, I'm a biblical counselor or a Christian counselor or a pastoral counselor is all created equal as, yeah. as well. Um, because, you know, like anybody can call themselves something, but it comes back to the authority that you talked to uh, or talked about earlier, the, you know, the methodology that they're using, how are they bringing back to scripture or they, you know, say, oh, I'm a biblical counselor, but using the philosophies and the, you know, found in the DSM or, you know, some hypnosis type things or whatever that, um, you know, that can get into some pretty dangerous territory. Sure. And so, uh, so there's that, but then biblical counseling also isn't just like you, you also alluded to of just, Hey, let's just memorize this passage of scripture and you'll be fine in a week. Right. No, it's much more encompassing like that. You know, we talk about soul care here at our church and within our church planting network as being multiple layers, you know, from what happens on a Sunday morning, what happens in, you know, weekly small group to what happens in, you know, through uh, just one-on-one meetings with a brother or sister in Christ who's pointing you back to the Word and what happens, you know, as you're meeting with pastors or elders, you know, in church leadership or in formal counseling or in intensives, you know, depending upon the severity of what somebody's walking through. And so, so it's all encompassing, but it also, even as we're talking about the heart and mind, we want to be careful to not also just say, uh, going back in here and dealing, you know, talking about these things once, like it's over the long haul, but we're also complex beings. And so as we're evaluating the things that we're thinking, what's going on in our heart, our, our, our desires and the, the thoughts in our mind and the words that are coming out, um, and, and understanding that we're physical beings too. Right. You know? And so our diet and our exercise is all like part of this and the relationships that we have. You know? um, and thankfully in all of those things, the scripture still <laughs> talks about how, we, right. how we're to treat our body you know, as mm. a temple and to take care of it. And you know, we're not to give in to sins of, of gluttony and slothfulness and right. laziness. And so, um, you know, th- that we need to we need to be mindful of the interconnectedness of who we are and how God has made us um, and how those things have an effect on one another. And so as we're faithfully following the Lord and taking care of our body and filling our mind with, with the scriptures and having, you know, healthy, God-honoring relationships— all of that plays into it, and over time we continue to get better. And so, a biblical counselor, I'd say, a, a one you know worth their salt, one who's generally care, understands kind of the overall nature of that, and that true transformation here, uh, you know, is what I often you know tell people: it takes time and it takes a team. Mm. Yeah, um, it's it's things like this just don't you know like temptation doesn't automatically go away. You know, right. saying no over and over and over and over again, it's cutting things off. And a team of people to walk with you and to walk through this. But a person also has to be willing, you know, to take that time and to follow that team into getting the help that he or she, you know, may need. Right. I would say someone someone who's who's looking for, for biblical counseling, um, I, I think two two big things that you need to look for is where does authority come from, right? And yeah. and it should be the scripture. Scripture's the ultimate authority, and then two, the view of the church, yeah. right? Because any 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 counseling that has a low view of church, yeah. it, it, or rather, I'll say this: any counseling with a high view of the church will understand that one-on-one counseling is not a sustainable way right. to live life because right. you move, 
he gets booked up your schedule right. what whatever right. that's just not a sustainable biblical right. picture of how right. to nor is it healthy to be that dependent upon one other person for your health right and so yeah. i i think a, a a good biblical counselor will say here's the word this is what the word says and actually the word says is that your number one lifeline after you know christ and the gospel it says he's given us the church right. to be long sufferers with us right. and i think that's where even the word counseling is is misunderstood in thinking that that is kind of relegated to the professionals right, right? that counseling is you know this kind of mystical like mm -hmm. you need a degree you need all yeah. the training and formal things right. to to be able to help someone which all those things are good and those people are like we do need those professionals sure right but oftentimes like the lord has equipped us and has given us the church right. to bear one another's burdens to walk with one another to right. be long suffering and i think a good biblical counselor will help the the counselee is that right. is that the word yeah. the counselee see that and see right. that that you know here's the word this is the truth this is what this is how you need to reorient your heart mm -hmm. and then you need to surround yourself with god's people to help you do that right, right? it's right. not you can't do it on your own you can't do it, on you can't own. Do it just with me right and you need a they need to kind of like replug you back into the church right. i think those are two really right. important things that you yeah. should look for and and it's not even necessarily replugging back in but doing it in conjunction with right like there needs to be an element even in counseling of involving the community of faith right. around you mm. That, uh, you know, we're not called to walk privately in our life. Yeah. You know, yes, it's a personal faith, but have a personal faith and personal walk with the Lord doesn't equate to it being private. Yeah. Right. As we're talking about this stuff, and there's, that does not mean that all of our most intimate, deepest, darkest thoughts are just out there for everybody to hear. Um but they aren't. But we're not just holding them close to chest. That's where the enemy loves to dwell. Right. He, he you know, the sin festers in the darkness. Um, Satan loves to get believers isolated. You know, because talks about in First Peter, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion. And so, who do lions go after? Yeah, they go after the isolated ones. I saw this crazy video the other day. One of those things that pop up on your feed was like nature ones. And the video was of this lion uh, that had a water buffalo by the neck, by mm. the jugger, down on the on on the ground and was, you know, I mean, not to be graphic, but was literally biting the life out of this water buffalo. And around it uh, then came the whole herd of water buffaloes. And and as it surrounded it, they began to nudge that water buffalo from behind. Can watch it. And then then some big bulls came and started to just threaten and come after the uh after the lion and 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 just and, and never actually touched him but just would kind of like run and stampede to the point then where these several of the water buffalo then got their noses and their horns up underneath the other the water buffalo that was in the lion's jaws and lifted him up so he would be on his feet and then charged the other the, the lion and and saved this this lone isolated had been attacked water buffalo from a certain painful isolated death and I was like, that's a picture of the church, you know, right. an isolated Christian who's not plugged in, who's who's doing this, who's in Satan's, but, but when you're plugged into the church and that stuff happens, that's like the picture. That's what the body of Christ does. Right. Comes alongside, helps and picks you up and, 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 and tries to come along and give help and, and is praying for you and, and boom, and, and is rescuing one another uh, from, uh, 
from being stuck in in sin and 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 what what a picture and so to try to do that and to privatize it to take it away from the church is uh is it will result in certain spiritual death right and we've kind of like we're, we're kind of deconstructing it going kind of top down but that really kind of leads us to like the role of the church yeah. in even counseling right? right and and it's why it's so important yeah. to be in in a community right. of believers because oftentimes like we have professionals for the for for the things that you know just the regular average joe kind of doesn't know how to handle right and and even the even in those situations we would encourage like the average joe to do all you can right to not just forfeit as soon as you know we don't just farm out our people's problems because we don't want to deal with it yeah, we we come alongside. Yeah, you you do what you know to do. You you read scripture. You pray. You right. you talk through things as best as you know how. Right, but I, you know there is obviously situations where we just we've reached our capacity. Right. But you know, all before that, that's what the church is for. Right, right. small groups, um, being in a in a discipleship relationship with with somebody, right. um, and living you know, your life together, no, being known and knowing right. others. Right. Um, that's where a lot of these things start. Right. And that's where like, you know, quote unquote counseling happens. It's just discipleship. It's right. it's pointing each other to the word and right. pointing each other to the gospel. Um, and that's really the importance of being plugged into a local body. Right. Because that's where your, you know, kind of everyday counseling takes place. Right. right? And that's how you even learn like you know maybe okay we need more help we need to get an elder right. in this and right. we need to get some other leaders on this right because this is becoming more of an issue than we than we can handle even right. just us two right um but i think what can't be neglected is the importance of that right, right? even as we're looking totally. to go and find like help outside the church yeah that's biblical right you know we can't just remove ourselves from the body you right. know Paul says, like, what use is is, is a, a body part right. separated from the body? Right. It's it's useless, right. Right. right? A foot, you cut off the foot and just, you know, it's just laying there. It's just a useless appendage. Right. But attached to the rest of the body, now all of a sudden it becomes, you know, incredibly useful and, and important, you know, right. vital to the functioning of the rest of the body. Um, and and so to exist that way as a Christian is 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 tragic, you know, mm-hmm. um, and not only hurts you because you're useless detached but it you know it maims the whole function of the rest of the church body right and so you know to to just kind of summarize what we're saying here is that to be disconnected from the word and it's all of its various forms personally communally and all that and to be disconnected from god's people the church sets you up for massive you know failure right um where where it's not going to go anywhere good you know but connected to the lord abiding in christ abiding in his word abiding with his bride will lead to you know a healthy vibrant you know, walk with the lord the ultimate benefit going back to the to the question doesn't mean that there you'll avoid all problems yeah, you won't need help. That life will just be blissful. But now you are in the you are in the pathway of God's grace and God's uh, tools to give you the help when uh, you know sin and suffering and struggle come upon you. But if you're disconnected from that, you're not abiding in those things. You're, you're on your own, and who right. wants to be on their own? You know, when they're when they're when they're looking for help, and so then to turn to worldly things 
secular counseling is, uh, you know, is, is really to also just set yourself up to, um, to not get the long-term health and care that, that you may need. And so just kind of coming back to the question, we've, we've kind of chewed on this, taken it from many yeah. angles, you know, um, but to say, just to kind of summarize to, to say, is there any benefit in it? Maybe some a temporary benefit, um, but if we're wanting true eternal benefit, um, then we need to look to God and his word yeah. and his people to find the, the true, you know, abundant life benefit that God is calling and offering to his people. Right. Here, here this, this is like right off of our uh, distinctives on, on what we believe yep. uh, and counseling philosophies. And I, I think this is really helpful to kind of understand right. um, kind of what we can get into with, with secular, psych, secular counseling. It says problems that are approached by integrating the scriptures with psychological theories tend to deceive individuals into diminishing the God of the scriptures and into believing that he has not provided and cannot provide sufficient truth, insight, and wisdom that will change their lives. Mm. You know, and so that's, and that's what we're trying to not, that's what we're trying to stay away from. We, when it comes to finding help and looking for help, you know, we need it, right? We, we can't do it on our own. But the lie that we can never believe is that something else can provide us what we need, right? Right. That something new outside of the word, outside of God can help us find true joy or true, you know, fulfillment. You know, we always have to cling to is that we have everything we need in, in the word, in our relationship with God. Now, I think that's difficult and frustrating day to day, right? Right. Because it's not as material as we'd like it to be, but we have to believe as Christians that God is who he says he is. Right. 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 And just put it, put it into practice, take him at his word. Right. And, uh, and, and see that every time God will come through, he hasn't failed us yet. And he will continue to prove that he is enough, that he is good, that he is true, that, um, that his ways are perfect. And Mm. so we want to avoid all the, you know, anything that would threaten that, any lies or deception from the enemy that would say, well, God hasn't, you know, he hasn't spoken to this, you know, um, or, you know, you've tried that already. You've tried the God thing. You need to try something else to where the Lord's saying, no, no, come deeper in, come trust right. me, come see how steadfast I am. Right. As we wrap up, Blair, like any, any suggestions for people, uh, any resources we can point people to as far as like, maybe you're thinking of needing some extra care needing yeah. some extra help what what are things we can suggest yeah, yeah if you're if you're finding yourself if you know if you ask this question or you just are needing help then you know and you're part of redemption or you're connected to us i just say reach out to our church we'd love to just talk help find out what's going on and then point you in the right direction you know whether it's plugging here into the church or some resources that are nearby to you like we've got a, a whole network of uh, biblical counselors um, around the uh, uh, around the, the the United States with Soul Care Consulting and others that uh, um, that we can we can really help. And if it's you know this season right now, um, and you're here at Redemption and you're listening to this live and hot on the spot, um, we do a thing called Freedom Group that uh, meets on Sunday nights. That is applying the gospel. It's a small group format, looking at the scriptures, um, a 13 week um, small group that. Uh, 
um, just seeks to help people find freedom uh, by applying the gospel to their, uh, you know, their life-dominating sins or struggles or suffering, and uh, and it's a it's a fantastic uh, ministry with uh, other believers who are trying to fall forward mm. in in uh, in following Christ. And um, so there's there's tons of resources out there, but I just encourage you to reach out, and uh, you would have a listening ear, non-judgmental, that would love to uh, get you the help and hope if you if you genuinely desire it. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Brownfield, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. If you'd like to learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope you'll join us next week as